0: every day in lessons because it gives our golfers the necessary feedback for improvement. The Live View Pro is like having a swing studio in your pocket. It's a tool we recommend to anyone serious about improving their swing. Check it out at liveviewsports.com backslash AMG to get $40 off at checkout. Sean, we got the stopwatch going. Well, let's talk about kind of how you can improve how you think about the golf swing. So you can improve how you play and use your golf swing to score better. We often hear the golf swing. We've done it too. Uh, you know that there's a backswing and a downswing and there is, but that tends to lend, lend golfers to conceptualize the swing as there's this backswing phase. And then there's this downswing phase in essence, really a better way to think about this is in thirds, right? There's a, First third of the swing. There's a middle third, which so many golfers don't even have. I'd say mm, a very high percentage of golfers do not have that this. middle third. Is where a lot of magic happens. It's the magic. Yes, yes. and then there's that
1: that last third, the third third. Third third. <laughs> I was I was on the range with you the other day hitting balls and turned around. And there was a guy with a. When I, mean, I tell you it's a large bucket, this thing was large, and he was yeah. standing there hacking away. And I'm thinking. He's missing the middle third. Yep. You know, you, when you look at swings as much as Mike and I do, and, and some of you probably do too, you start, you notice things that probably a lot of other people wouldn't even notice. I picked up right away because we had been talking about it. I was like, here's here's a podcast episode right here. This guy who's, doesn't have the middle of the swing.
0: Yeah, and really what we're talking about with that is golfers will make a backswing. Okay, They'll shift to the right or don't shift. They'll rotate closed. They'll lift the club up. And everything goes to, if you're a right-handed golfer, everything moves to the right. Rotation moves that way. The body moves that way. The club's moving that way. Everything moves to the right. Then all of that will complete. And then everything moves to the left, right? That's a swing that would be missing that middle third.
1: Yeah. It's a wind up and an unwind, I call it. That's
0: a great way to say
1: it. It's just a, there's, there's no dynamics in there. It's, and, um, it's a game changer once you kind of get this sword in your head. So we'll try to explain it as best we can here.
0: Yeah, so if you just think visually, just think of a classic from a face-on view, uh, looking at the golf swing. Everyone gets, unless we're talking like pitch or chip shots, everyone gets to left arm parallel, at least in a backswing, mm-hmm. okay? Parallel to the ground, and that's your first third, from address to left arm parallel. Mm-hmm. Then from left arm parallel in the backswing to left arm parallel in the downswing, That's your middle third, okay? And then from left arm parallel on the downswing to impact, that's your final third. And it's that middle third that most golfers don't do anything and then try to do everything in that last third. And that's where the biggest opportunity for huge gains can be made in your golf swing.
1: Yeah, from that left arm parallel spot on the backswing, as you – as you make that motion there, you need to feel like that's the end of your backswing motion. The rest of it from there, you're still turning backwards, but you're actually moving your mass of your body back towards the target some as you're still turning in that backwards direction. So that first part of the backswing, see if I can explain it clearly, you're, you're going to allow the weight to shift to the right slightly. Your body might move to the right a little bit. You see about one inch or so. And it maxes out somewhere... In that left arm parallel, maybe a little bit before that, but in that left arm parallel on the backswing. From there, as you're finishing your backswing, that middle third is finishing the turn and and recentering, as we would call it, and kind of ended up back in the middle of this. Of Your weight would be
0: 50-50 at the top at that point. Did I
1: yeah. explain that correctly? Yeah.
0: Yeah, we'll walk them through it. So uh, let's start from Andrews. So what should happen in this first third of the golf swing, both rotationally – And laterally, because no matter how many guys girls like to think there's no lateral motion in the golf swing, there is and there should be. You see it in every great player. In fact, no one rotates without moving laterally. We haven't seen that yet. So knowing that it exists, knowing that all good swings have it, it's up to you to make sure it's done correctly. So what should happen in this first third from address to left arm parallel in the backswing? So you've got some lateral – A little
1: shift of the hips to the right, a little bit upper body. Uh, We usually see around one inch
0: or so. Yeah, so essentially a golf ball Mm -hmm. width to to a little bit under a golf ball width is, is what the best players in the world do. And the big point there to make is that it's done, in most cases, before the shaft is parallel to the ground. So it's done in the first couple feet of the golf swing.
1: That's right. It, you kind of get over there and, and hang out there a little bit as you get the club moving up, up toward that left-arm parallel position. Right.
0: right? You're, you're just doing this stuff earlier. The golfers are great at procrastinating in the golf swing, right? They won't do much, and then as the club gets to the top, they haven't done anything dynamically. So they'll then they'll kind of shift to the right, and you want to just rewind the clock and get this shifting happening very early in your swing so you can use – all the rest of your backswing to kind of recenter yourself and it's not a big push shove dive or anything like that to the front side
1: yeah that's right you got to do you got to put the work in early like if you're going to retire you got to (laughs) put the work in early so you can retire later right so you want to put the work in early in the backswing and that means move to the right some get that recentering piece we've got tons of videos on recentering that's that middle third and you could look at it as you know, the, the middle third being done at the top or that left arm parallel on the way down, but that, that segment where you're finishing the backswing, but you're still you're still drifting back toward the target, and then you can just kind of unwind from there. You don't need to go forward anymore. You get really do most of the work in the backswing.
0: Yeah. Um we capture everything, all of our 3D data is on gears. And gears will locate the center of the pelvis. Okay, so we're not really tracking, we can, when we're talking about lateral motion, saying it goes an inch, inch and a half to the right. We're talking about the center of the pelvis. So a lot of golfers, just because you know video is the only tool that they might have, they're looking at the edges outside of the hips, right? You know, obviously the hips are kind of an ellipse, and when they turn, the right hip is gonna go behind, it's gonna move away. If you put a line right outside of each hip at address and you make a backswing turn. The right hip is going to move away from that line if nothing happens. To make sure you are shifting correctly, you want that your right side of the body to kind of stay over there on that line as you shift. Mm-hmm. So it's not that you have to, you know, shove the outside of your hip far to the right. That's right. right. That outside of the hip is moving behind you as the center of the hip moves over about a golf ball's width. And I, I think when, once point. golfers kind of understand that, like, okay, this isn't much at all. This is really something I don't even have to think about. Uh, when the whole time they're spent trying not to do that, their hips are actually going forward during that part of the swing. And like we say all the time, if you're doing the opposite of what great players do, it's it's something you should pay attention to.
1: Yeah, or if you try to get locked in early and not do anything, a lot of times those players will be moving to the right at the top of the swing. They'll, they'll make a late pelvis shift away from the target. Yes. Right. Some some will reverse spin it and kind of take it towards on the back swing, but a lot of guys will keep it so frozen that they need some momentum. And in that second half or second third of the swing, uh, they will shift way over to the right with their hips, and that absolutely destroys any chance of making a good downswing.
0: There's something very um, kind of intrinsic in all of our DNAs with an athletic motion. If you're going to pick up a ball and throw it far, if you're going to do, you know, hit someone hard. If you're going to do anything like that, you're going to shift, turn, shift, turn, right? It's just pretty innate. You don't really have to think about it if you can throw a ball at all. Um, What we see, what you're talking about, is we'll actually see the golfer, right? I'm not going to shift to the right. I'm not going to slide to the right. So I'm going to turn, and the hips go forward, actually, in the turn. And then, okay, now I've got to find some speed somewhere. So they'll actually go forward, then move to the right, and then move forward again, and it creates a nasty little chain of events for the downswing. And
1: there's no chance to get the club on playing with that motion. I mean, the the, the more we do this, the more we realize that the knees and the hips basically control the swing, mm-hmm. right? I mean, obviously mm-hmm. the arms are attached to the to the uh, the club with the grip, but if you don't have these fundamental movement patterns correct, uh, as you make the swing with your lower body, knees, hips, it's it's almost impossible to make a decent looking golf swing right. that performs right and you're yep. leaving out all the dynamics too like mike said it should feel like you're just kind of throwing right you're throwing this club around your body at a high speed it needs that same kind of pattern to produce sufficient motion
0: those dynamics support what you're trying to do you're trying to throw it far you're going to move dynamically or you're just not going to throw it far you know the first time i really
1: felt this mike was helping me years ago how long we've we been doing this now it's- Five. Um, yeah, a little over five years. So I got on a swing catalyst. He, he had one. I didn't even have one at the time. And he's like, oh, yeah, you're – I forget what you even said to me. I was – I think I was – everything was kind of bound up. I was moving everything to the right together, then everything to the left together. My pressure was hanging out to the right too mm-hmm. long. I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about. I'm like, I'm just, you know, making my turn. It's and my golf swing. No man. one's ever said this. So you mean, it looks like I'm way forward at impact. He's like, yeah, but your pressure's late. And, you know, he was teaching it way before anybody that I know of. And I, I still didn't ever figure it out. I, I left I left him. I forget where we were. I might have been over here in, in Atlanta. And I was teaching in Shreveport at the time. I left him. I went back to Shreveport. And we got a swing catalyst. I'm like, all right, I'm going to figure this out. And I, it, and I did it. And I did it. And I did it. And I did it. And I could not figure out why I didn't have this. It, to me... What he was telling me is I was missing this middle third, right? hmm And constantly hitting balls on this thing. I could not figure it out. I was pushing off my right harder. I was, I was literally trying everything. I got on there one day. I grabbed the club in my right hand and put my left hand on my right shoulder. And I said,
0: all right. Uh, grab." Was it upside down?
1: No, I just grabbed the club. Okay. I, I might even have put like a foam ball down. Net was up. I'm just going to hit this ball hard. Into the net with my right arm. What would I do to hit this ball as hard as I could, not thinking about golf. I'm just gonna hit this ball hard. And I grabbed it in my right hand, I made this kind of shift off the ball, and then I kind of the club got over my head. As it was getting up over my head, I saw my pressure move back into my left foot like when it was supposed to.
0: Right, without the push.
1: And and then it kind of stabilized into the ball. And you know, I could I hit the ball pretty hard with my right hand. I said, that's what I would do if nobody had taught me out of Mm. hitting a ball. No one taught me out of making a really dynamic movement. And ever since then, I understood. I think I probably called him and said, hey, I think I figured it out. I need to do this like I'm hitting this ball, like like I'm slinging this club down the fairway. You would do everything you're supposed to do at the ground, and you would have that middle. I used to call it gearing up. I, that's all I could think of because I played baseball. It was this middle gear up where I kind of dug into the ground with my left side as the club's going over my head, and it that changed there's only been a few times where I felt like, okay, this changed my whole golfing career. It was that time when he taught me that. It was when I got the Hogan book, and, and he had he hit said he hit the ball with the little bone in his left hand because he liked the wrist to be pretty mm-hmm. much arched. I changed my whole life, right? I could compress the ball again. <laughs> what you taught me helped me a ton. There's been a couple others, but getting that middle third for me was a massive deal.
0: Yeah, and that— and- it's such a valid point what you're saying kind of feeling that you basically did a throw with the club in your hand, right? Took the right to the left hand off, made a right arm throw. And it's a great segue into that middle third. So we, as the club's going back and, and finishing that first third, you're using that middle third to kind of recenter yourself to not shove forward, right? Because you didn't shove back, not shove forward, but allow yourself to fall as that weight of the club starts to swing over your head, right? You're kind of just going with the weight of the club. And, again, you're only recovering about an inch, inch and a half. And we hear all the time that, okay, that's too complicated. You don't want golfers to just stay still in the middle. Like, you would never tell someone, okay, you're going to throw this ball. As far you as you can, accurate. As far as you can <laughs> throw it. and But I don't want you to move your body because that's going to complicate it. Or you're – you're going to jump as high as you can, but I don't want you to do the down part of the jump. Because that
1: puts you farther away from the rim. Because that takes <laughs>
0: you farther away from the rim. That's going to complicate this movement, right? No, you do these things dynamic, and they're so intrinsic in our brains when you remove, quote-unquote, golf swing mechanics out of it. And you just move like an athlete.
1: Watch watch small guys that hit it a long ways. The guys that yeah. come to my mind, like Louis Tazen. he's got this really... You can obviously see the flow in his swing. He's not really trying to control the movement. He just has this really athletic-looking, like, dynamic move, and he smashes it. Rory McIlroy, that early shift. Jack Nicholas. Kind of gears up. Nicholas. Yeah. So if you look at the – a lot of the old-time swings, Sam Snead yeah. had it in spades, right? Because they really were just – there wasn't a – especially with the back way back when, the really good players back then, they didn't have the video and stuff to study. They just grabbed the club. A lot of them were lucky, obviously, and great athletes, but the way they swung it, that was a very dynamic way of moving. They weren't taught out of it.
0: Byron Nelson, yeah.
1: And, and I think one thing that, that hurt the most with video is that you could pause the swing at the top. You could, you could stop the golf swing. I, I'm thinking years ago, nobody, nobody even thought about that. They just made a swing. It was just a swing, it wasn't a back swing and a down swing. And when you split it up into back swing, down swing, that starts locking people off.
0: Yeah, there's no question about it. And, you know, this, we're about out of time, but, you know, this was all about the middle of a swing. And, and like we, talk, we harp on it, actually, if the middle of the swing's your issue, you got to look at that first third. And the middle of the swing is the issue for most of you listening to this. So you've got to make sure that first third is working correctly. That gives you a reason to fall back to your left side at the top. And then from there, you're done. You can can feel like you don't move any more forward after that. The unwinding of the pelvis, the momentum on the golf swing is going to carry you those extra three or four inches forward. It's golfers getting off of their backside late and and shoving off that backside. Kills them. Start the downswing. Doesn't allow them to do less in the downswing. Forces them to slide through the ball. Forces that impact all over the club phase. It forces so many things to happen that we don't like in our golf swings. And it's because, again, rewind the clock, look at that middle third, see how it's affecting that – excuse me, look at the first third, see how it's affecting the middle third. That's your answer to fix the last third. Absolutely right. Go to work. All right. So anything else we need to cover before we take off?
1: No, but if you're enjoying these, please subscribe, leave a comment. uh, And the, the best thing you can do for us is share it with your golfing buddies. we're trying to help as many golfers as we can and you guys can help us do that
0: we'll keep sharing with you guys if y'all start sharing with us it'll be one big share fest
1: (laughs) thanks guys thanks